Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. I have the pleasure of introducing to you someone who is a icon in the Philadelphia community. He is a filmmaker. He is the founder of Scribe Video, Louis Messiah. Welcome to Reality Check. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing well, Tanya. It's wonderful to see you. Wonderful to, to be here. Thank you. I am very excited to talk to you about Scribe's 40th anniversary. Now, is that this year, 2023, or is that 2024? Well, we're actually in the tail end of the of the 40th anniversary. It, it, it began. Actually, today is the anniversary date, December 12th, but it was actually 1983, well, you know, in, in, in starting Scribe, uh, certainly there were uh, ideas and, and things that we wanted to do. But, you know, over over time and so many people, all of that has impacted what Scribe has become. But the idea was a place where people could come together to share knowledge about filmmaking, about documentary filmmaking, about time-based visual media, as well as audio. But the other part of Scribe, and that's where, where the name comes from, is that there's knowledge, profound knowledge within our community. And we really need to know the current language, which is filmmaking and, and, and movie making as a way of sharing that knowledge. So the idea was that uh, working with video, working with uh, visual media, we are the scribes of the 21st century. Uh, well, we started in the 20th century, but the scribes of the of of of, of this era. In the same way, papyrus was the form uh, in in ancient times. Uh, now, digital media is 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 the way that we encode and share knowledge. It's got to be amazing to see the the changing technology over 40 years. How were you able to keep uh, abreast of all the different changes that were going on as we moved from film and video to now uh, on the Internet and so many different innovations and cameras and and audio and all these different things that have gone on in, in that time period? Yeah, and I, and I think one thing that I think has been very important to us and in, in, in our work is realizing that the, the way that we record and the way that we present that the 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 technologies may change, but the actual language and the way uh, meaning is constructed when you make a film, uh, the, the 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 language of film, that that is something that doesn't necessarily change the the, the way we put things together. So it's really about methodologies and 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 ways of uh of, of telling stories that uh that that, that we learn and, and sort of share that information so scribe is at, at at base really a teaching institution a place where people can learn uh the this craft but in the learning create new work 
You know, it's interesting that you're sharing how much of uh, the organization is about telling stories and that we really do tell stories in the same way. I was just announcing some of the Golden Globe nominations, and that is one of the biggest uh, film organizations and one of the first to announce their nominees. And so there are all kinds of different stories that are being told. And we now have uh, more African-American representation than we probably have ever had uh, in film history, I would say say. Uh, And in terms of what Scribe provides people with, how does it help people tell their story? Sure. And uh, one of the things that I I think is central to the work that we do here is, is realizing that being able to tell your story, to make a documentary is not just something for uh, movie theaters or not just something for, you know, YouTube uh, uh, or, or television, but it, although all of those realms are, are things that we partake in and, 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 we, and we, 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 we've created work for, but it's also um, filmmaking can be a, a community art form, a way that through screenings, we can look at each other's work and sort of convey meaning to each other and, and, um, and, and and share information. So I I think that you know the, you know part of what 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 we're really helping people think through is how can this language of documentary filmmaking um, be something? Can we become articulate? Can we become? Uh, can can we can yeah can can we learn this language and, and share share that language? Well, um, for the for those who don't know, tell us the services that uh, Scribe Video provides to the community because people can come in even if they don't have experience and really learn how uh, to use film to tell those stories. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, it just I'm just thinking of things that that are, that are happening now and in the uh, in, in in the coming weeks. Like t- t- tonight, we have. An, an audio recording workshop with JT Takagi, who's coming in from New York, one of one of the best sound recordists, uh, really in, in the documentary field, working with, you know, Stanley Nelson and Sam Pollard. She's worked with me. She's worked with, you know, uh, you know, Ken Burns. She's just just a, an extraordinary sound recordist and really helping first time makers learn how to record sound, you know, what tools are needed and really the methodologies. Um, Also, uh, you know, tomorrow uh, having a a wonderful workshop on the craft of editing, which is really helping people to understand what is the language of of, of when you edit. It's not just it's because you're conveying meaning, but how do you Mm -hmm. how do you learn that language? I think screenings are a very important part of what we do in, in showing works that might not necessarily be seen in the multiplex or, or you might not wind up with it, you know, just, you know, looking at, at, at YouTube or uh, so showing, um, bringing to Philadelphia uh, artists that are really, you know, looking at subjects that aren't, may not be traditionally seen. And also, um, with styles, I know this uh, uh, this Friday, Shirley Bruno, who's a really extraordinary young uh, Haitian American artist uh, from New York, is really looking at uh, how can narratives, historical narratives that have not been told, how can how can we become our historians about our own cultures and and sort of share that. And in conjunction with with Shirley Bruno's um, visit, we're we're also showing two 
two films by local filmmakers, uh, Saint Sam Rami and Titania Bacchus, uh, who also are from the Haitian American community and are, are, are showing work. So we just a, a wide variety of, of, of works. Um, we do a lot of we do a lot of community. Uh, we have a project called the Precious Places Community History Project, which where we work with community groups for about ten months to produce short documentaries. Uh, uh, you know, we, we'll work with you know the, the Progress Plaza, the the Sullivan uh, mm. uh, uh, Progress Plaza, sort of being a wonderful history. The Cobbs Creek Community Environmental Center. So. Communities can make work. Individuals can make work. We have a, a very, very active and very, very strong youth media program for for middle and high school students, um, adults. Uh, we we work with you know just a range of folks. So, uh, the, I, a good start is um, the website, which is just scribe s c r i b e dot org, and and checking that out. Or come come visit us. It, we're we're in West Philly at thirty nine zero eight Lancaster Avenue, uh, right near Spring Garden. So uh, screenings, workshops, community projects, we, we do them. And and also power politics, which yeah, is I was something. I was just gonna mention that. <laughs> you, you you've been so important in, in sort of you know getting us on uh, WURD. This is a an oral history project that we've been doing for the last few years looking at strategies for for black and uh, latino really mainly puerto rican political empowerment but black mainly black and then also puerto rican political empowerment in philadelphia from the end of the second world war which has sort of gone back until today and uh you you've been the very very gracious host uh, uh on 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 your show of, of of sharing it with with your audience so uh um yeah, just just arrange and and with power politics, we work with um, high school students and also college students from area colleges. We train them in oral history methodology, in not only in how how you interview people, but also the technology in terms of uh, sound equipment and camera equipment to 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 interview folks. So yes, power politics here on Reality Check every Wednesday at eleven a.m. Uh, do you have any upcoming stories that you want to tell us about? Yeah, um, I, I, I am extraordinarily uh, the, the uh, happy to, to talk about the you know the the, the Shirley Bruno uh, an excavation of, of us again this his history um, um, you know short experimental personal historical film sort of kind of a combination of things that she'll be presenting this Friday at six p.m. and also which will be connected with a, like a workshop after that so at six p.m. at Scribe and that. That's one of the things I'm, I'm I'm particularly pleased about. And then, um, you know, coming up in uh, in in February, uh, there's a new documentary about um, uh, Queen Mother Sister uh, Falaka Fatah that uh, uh, Judge Duncan has done with with Jason Pollard, and that will be coming up Friday, February second. Yeah, and if you uh, don't and if you don't know her story, that is an amazing story about some of the work absolutely. that she did with uh, gang members and uh, her. Uh, I believe it's West Philadelphia. Right, and right. really, that is an extraordinary story. So if that is something uh, to kick off Black History Month with, it sounds like that's going to be very, very awesome. So it right. sounds like really you can come to Scribe if you have a story to tell, but you may not yet know how to tell it. That's what it sounds like to me. Absolutely. You're, 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 you've said it perfectly. <laughs> it, it's a place for 
to, to, to learn and to create. And but also, I mean, I, I should also say that we have many people at Scribe who who may have actually gone to film school, but they went went back in the days of film and come to Scribe to sort of update their their skills in terms of uh, of, of, of editing or, or you, know, you know working with digital media or, or camera work or cinematography and and our, and the instructors that we have are working filmmakers like Henry Adebonojo who teaches cinematography and you know shot you know I am not your Negro with the extraordinary film that uh. Uh, Raul Peck made and uh, so we have wonderful artists that are that are part of the this described community. And we should say, I'm not your Negro. That is the James Baldwin documentary that is absolutely awesome. You know, Louis, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you, and I've been curious about this, about Eyes on the Prize, which is the documentary series that you are renowned for being a part of. Um, I thought that at some point in time, there were some challenges to being, to having it shown around the country as it once was. I know it's available on PBS, but can you speak to where that uh, is? Because it's such an important historical yeah. film series. And I, I had heard that there was some controversy or some challenges uh, about it being screened. You know, you know part of it is... Um, Film and history is um, becomes commerce in this society, and that yes. when as we document, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of documentation. Uh, there's a lot of archival material in Eyes on the Prize, and it is owned by some of it is owned by large production companies, and and you need to have licenses in order to continue to show it. So. Henry Hampton was the executive producer and creator of, of Eyes on the Prize. When when he you know, raised the funds, he really just raised the funds for a, a short license, you know, maybe seven to ten years. And so right. it really took a lot of work to try to say, okay, how can we you know, raise more money to extend the licenses? So now, uh, you know, Eyes on the Prize is actually fourteen films. Uh, uh, for the first series, the licensing was made to, to the, the funds were raised to extend the licenses. And those are pretty readily available in libraries. The second series, which looks, which actually looks at a much more radical history. It looks really, the first series looks at the Southern civil rights struggle, but the, the second series looks at really the black freedom struggle in the North, which was maybe, uh, it's a, it's a more contentious history in some way. Mm. Uh, uh, some it, it has been harder to raise the funds to extend licensing, although they are in fact available in libraries. Um, uh, but the it, you know really the, the Philadelphia Free Library has a copy, and, and most of the area colleges um, it, it it is available, but it, it's a struggle, and it, and it's one of the reasons why we must document our own history so that we own it, and it's not owned by some corporation that says, oh no, we no longer allow you to to, to share this history. We're we're, we're going to erase it. Right, that's a really good point, and I don't think people always understand about rights and clearances. So one of the challenges that you're talking about, and and, and I definitely um, thought that that was the case, is that paying for these rights and clearances over time becomes prohibitively expensive in and that means right. that you have less ability to show uh, this history uh, across uh, many spaces. And so that means less people will see it. But we're always got to talk about funding when it comes to any uh, independent organization. And so we want to ask, how can we help you continue doing uh, the great work that Scribe does in our community? First and foremost, come to our programs, come to our screenings, come to our workshops 
Uh, some are free, but some, you know, we will we'll, we'll pass the hat. Some have, have a set fee. Mm -hmm. We also are in the midst of our annual appeal. So if you have funds to spare, you know, we, we definitely can use it for our, our documentary history project for youth, for middle and high school students. They just had their premiere on Sunday at the ICA. You know, it was 14 young people producing five really, really extraordinary documentaries about hidden histories of Philadelphia. Um, for our community history project, the Precious Places Community History Project, for Power Politics, the Oral History Project, uh, for our workshops and screening. So, uh, again, scribe.org, uh, you know, please, uh, you know, your support is definitely appreciated, but really come to our programs. That really, that, that, that means a lot. So you, 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 you get something back directly when you, when, when you do that. Well, so. come to the programs. And if you can, if you have the wherewithal while you're looking, uh, to buy, uh, holiday gifts for Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, this is a gift that keeps on giving to our community. So that is something that uh, we would encourage people to do, as we have been encouraging folks to do, to support Black businesses and support the arts and uh, the history that is happening and being documented and recorded at Scribe Video. Louis Messiah, it is such a pleasure to talk to you, the creator and founder of Scribe Video, a filmmaker in his own right, and really an icon in the Philadelphia community. And uh, we appreciate the work you do. And Scribe.org, that's it. Go to Scribe. Tanya, I, 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 I'm honored, you know, reality check. I mean, beyond reality check, Tanya <laughs> Pendleton is the bomb. Oh, thank anyway, you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.